Welcome to Chalk and Truth, the podcast that brings together conservative pastor Brian Clark and famous comedian Dan Whitney, a.k.a. Larry the Cable Guy. Does anybody get up in the morning and say, I think I'll ruin my life today? I've done that twice. Yeah, I mean, just watch Jerry Springer. I mean, those, that, that's their going life. Yeah, but man. they're paid to do it. Oh, I, do, I do it for yeah. free. Yeah, you do it for free. They'll be talking truth about the Bible and life. Now let's join Brian for today's look at God's Word, followed by conversation and a little fun with Brian, Dan, and today's guest, Pastor Nat Crawford. Now, here's Brian. Nobody gets up in the morning and says, I think I'll ruin my life today. Yet every day people make disastrous choices. We learned in Genesis 3 that as people made in the image of God, our great temptation is to believe we can be our own God. Why do we do that? Because we believe life would be better with me in charge of my own life. But is that true? That's the subject of our story today from Genesis 19. In the previous story, Abraham chose God's path by faith and experienced the wonder of God coming to dinner to inform him that a year from now, they would finally have their promised son. That is now contrasted with the sad story of Abraham's nephew, Lot. If you remember, Abraham gave Lot his choice of any land. Lot chose the valley of Sodom. At first, he gazed into the valley, then pitched his tent in the valley. Then we are told he moved into Sodom and that Sodom was an exceedingly wicked city. Why do you suppose Lot moved into Sodom? Do you suppose he got up one morning and thought, today I think I'll wreck my life by moving into Sodom? I don't think so. Lot moved into Sodom because he thought he could find happiness there. He wanted to live it up a bit and experience what the world offers. The real question is, did he find what he was looking for there? In the previous chapter, there were three visitors that came to Abraham, but now God has departed and only the two angels come to Sodom. God would not come to Lot in a personal way as he did Abraham because Lot was not seeking after God. Lot did not have that kind of a relationship with God. When Lot invited the two angels to spend the night at his house, the angels did not want to come in. Lot had to plead with them to come to his house. The writer is urging us to compare Abraham and Lot and the consequences of their choices. Soon the men of the city surrounded Lot's house, young and old, from every corner of the city. They demanded that the two visitors come out so they could have sex with them. Basically, they were threatening to gang rape Lot's two visitors. Lot tries to be a big shot and steps out on the porch to tell the men to go home. Instead, they threaten to rape Lot too. The angels reach out, pull Lot back into the house, and strike the men with blindness to protect Lot and his family. Lot then revealed how depraved he had truly become when he offered his own two virgin daughters to the crowd to do with as they please. Can you imagine how terrified these girls must have been when their father offered them to be treated this way by the crowd? What has happened to Lot? The two angels told Lot to warn his family that they needed to get out of Sodom because judgment was coming. But his two sons-in-law ignored him. 
In the morning, the angels urged Lot and his wife and his two daughters to flee before they get caught up in the destruction of the city. But Lot hesitated. He was so tied to Sodom, he seemed unable or unwilling to hear the warning and flee. The two angels had to literally drag Lot, his wife, and two daughters out of Sodom to avoid the coming judgment. Like far too many people, Lot seemed determined to destroy his life no matter how many warnings he got. Like being stuck in an addiction that holds you hostage, Lot couldn't give it up. Lot does eventually go on his way, and Sodom is destroyed by God because of their wickedness. But Lot's wife couldn't pull herself away, and she is destroyed in the judgment. Soon after, his two daughters get him drunk to have sexual relations with him to get pregnant so they could have his children. Sadly, this is the last glimpse we get of Lot in the book of Genesis. What a sad and pathetic story. Lot wanted to live in Sodom because he was sure that would make him happy. Instead, his life becomes a tragic story. What do you know? Choosing to be your own God didn't work out so well for him. Well, who could have seen that coming? He traveled what we called in season one, the way of Cain. Why would anyone choose a path that always ends in destruction? Because the temptation to be our own God is powerful, and the enemy is a really good liar. Somehow we become convinced that it won't be destructive for us. Maybe some of you are gazing into the valley of Sodom thinking, it looks pretty good. Maybe some have pitched your tent outside Sodom or have actually moved in thinking, this will make you happy. I would strongly urge you to read carefully the story of Lot. Unless you're willing to rethink your choices and choose the path of life, you're getting a glimpse of your own story. It's never too late to choose the path of life. God offers forgiveness and new life in Jesus for anyone who is willing to seek his forgiveness and trust Jesus as Savior. Jesus stands at the door knocking if you're willing to invite him in. So let's bring in Dan and Nat and talk about this. Guys, I can't tell you how many times I've seen people travel the path of destruction. No matter how hard you try to warn people, some people just won't listen. So let's go back to our opening question. Does anybody get up in the morning and say, I think I'll ruin my life today? I've done that twice. Yeah. I mean, just watch Jerry Springer. I mean, those that's, that's their goal in life. Yeah, but they're what paid to do it. Oh, I, that's I true. do it for yeah. free. Yeah, you do it for free. I, <laughs> I've never, you know, I've never got up in the morning and said that, but I think most of the time I wake up is basically it's like my first thought is why did I eat that spaghetti? Why did I have that reheat that burrito? <laughs> why is my ankle broken? <laughs> you ever do that? You get older. <laughs> you're like go to bed. You wake up and your kneecap's broken or your ankle. It's like what happens? I just went to bed. Those are the easy problems to yeah. fix. Too. <laughs> I think people. They, I mean, for my own life, the decisions I make, I am convinced that I won't get caught, that it's going to turn out better, I'll be the exception, this time it'll happen. So no, I don't think anyone is determined to start their day off with, with that mindset of how am I going to ruin my life today. 
they're betting on the wrong side of the equation. And when humans are such a strange, you know, look, it's like your kids or it's like you tell your kid not to do something and they do it anyway and then they get upset. And it's like, you know, I was a kid and so everything that I, you try to tell your kids that, look, everything I've been through, you're going to go through. So if you have a question, ask me. But I know one thing, don't do that because if you do that in school, I did that in school, I got in trouble. Don't do it. And sure enough, they'll do it, yeah. you know. So human nature itself is is just stupid. But uh, I don't think people get up wanting to ruin their life. No, I don't. But obviously with the dumb decisions that they make, they always end up doing it. Now that whole thing about lot, I mean, that's unbelievable. I mean, that is like there's families like that today. Yeah, There's crazy. families like that. Yeah. It's one of the hardest passages to read in the Bible. I actually tried to skip over this, you know, because it's just, it's so hard. But it really is a mirror of all of all of us today. I mean, th- that's not where it began, but that's where it progressed to. Yeah, but no, humanity hasn't changed. No, I not, mean, they do no, the same no, nothing's stupid changed. stuff over and over. And you try to tell people, it's like, well, yeah, but... Uh, blah, 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 he had concubines. Uh, look at Solomon, had concubines and living life. And he, uh, he still loved the Lord, and the Lord loved Yeah, but look how messed up his life was. Right. Look how messed up his life was. Solomon was not happy. He was smart, and he had all the money in the world and all, but he lived a life of unhappiness. I mean, the Lord, the Lord loves us, and, he, and he'll work around these stupid things we do. But... Things you do will have perpetual consequences. I mean, look a lot. Holy smoke. Well, and you think about it, too. You look at his daughters. I mean, you know, they they followed. They're not the, bad. The, I Googled them on the internet. The <laughs> well, they, they follow the actions of their dad. And we, we do have to be aware that people are watching. Our decisions. His one daughter are too much work. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I can't even imagine. So three boys is enough for me. But, I mean, this story is just tragedy from start to finish. And, you know, the Bible, again, one of the reasons why I trust the Bible is it records history as it happened. Absolutely. And this is not prescriptive for us. It's not telling us this is what we should do, but it does give us an example and a reminder of what happens when we do life our own way, when we do uh, choose to go down the other path. And you look at it, it didn't just impact Lot. It impacted his wife, and well, it impacted their kids. Absolutely, but that's what I say about the example about your kids. And you tell your kids, well, look, I've been through this before. This is what you don't want to do. It's kind of it's like the Bible this. These are the people that have come before you. These are the lessons that we have learned from decisions they have made. These are actual stories. These aren't fairy tales. So these are basically, the Bible is, you know, well, it's your father. <laughs> and he's writing out these stories of previous kids and it's like, follow that. And that's that's the path right there that you need to take. But just like regular, just like I just said, you tell your kid not to do something, he does it anyway, and then he wonders, well, why is this happening to me? Because you didn't obey. You didn't listen to past experiences. So this is Genesis 19. So the previous episode was chapter 18. But what's interesting is the end of 18 There's this last little paragraph where God takes Abraham up on the mountain and they look down into Sodom. 
And I think the reason for that is the writers wanting us to compare what Abraham experienced because of his choices and now what Lot and his family have experienced because of their choices. So I think a thing for our listeners to wrestle with is deep down in their hearts. What do they want from life and which path do they honestly think is going to deliver? Because they do have to make a choice. Is it going to be found in God or is it going to be found in the world and the ways of the world? Absolutely. And Lot, anyway, was kind of a goofball to move your family. Oh, look, Sodom. Let's move there. <laughs> that sounds like a nice little town. <laughs> and it is, it is one little step at a time. Yeah. Review it. It's like, uh, hey, you there's camp outside. heroin and coke, the Twin yeah. Cities. We, no. gotta, we can do Sodom or we can do, I mean, you know, come on. <laughs> uh, and then the way the story ends is just, it's ugly. It's pathetic. Yeah. yeah you know, and I hope people hear. <laughs> it's a, it, it's it, not only is the story ugly and has a bad ending, <laughs> but I think it's on the internet. <laughs> well, what I hope. Too much. What I hope people hear in our discussion, other than the, the jokes and, you know, the, the things we're learning, I hope people will really understand that we do have a choice. Mm-hmm. Each and every day we can make a choice. And like we talked about in the last episode, God's love doesn't change based on our behavior. He knows, and he prescribes a better way, and he offers us that, and by the power of his spirit, we can choose it. But even when we don't, his love doesn't change for us. But no matter where you're at today, I think it's all of our hope and desires that you would consider turning to God and following him. It doesn't mean that life's going to be perfect. It can be hard. It will be hard. We live in a broken world. But you have a choice today, so choose well and see where the path with God takes you. I don't regret my days of following Christ fully. I do regret the days when I didn't. It's never ended up, ended up well. I've ended up in your office because of it, asking for help. But yet God has been faithful And so no matter where you're at today, I encourage you, don't settle, don't give up. God has not given up on you. Follow him, choose to follow the right path, and allow those rewards, the blessing to follow. I agree with that, but I will say this, don't abuse his grace. I mean, God gives us grace, and you're trying to overcome a problem, and you're trying to don't go, well, I'm saved, Jesus forgives me, and then just keep doing it. Absolutely you can't not. do that. No. You have to, you'll know. Look, if you have a problem and you're really wanting to get out of it, every time you do that, it is going to eat your heart out. You're going to kick yourself. You're going to feel horrible. Why did I do this? And then God's going to go, you know what? Get up in the morning and you got a new lease. Call my name. Call out to me. I will give you ways of escape out of whatever it is you got a problem with. Use those ways of escape. And you really try to do it, and you fall, and then you're kicking yourself. If it gets to the point where you do it and you don't kick yourself anymore and you don't really think about it, that's not good. Do you agree with that, Brian? Absolutely. You know, yep. that means you're not even trying now. And, yeah, and in con- that case, does God, did Jesus still love you? Absolutely. 
I mean, I mean, what would you say there? Yeah, one, one of the most comforting truths that we can count on is God will convict us of sin mm-hmm. and remind us we're on the wrong path. Absolutely. And it's never too late to get on the right path. Absolutely. All right, that's what I know. Hey, we'll be right back with uh, Christopher Walken. It was great to have you with us for Talking Truth. Ryan, Dan, and their guest Nat will be back next week. In the meantime, be sure to check out Brian's book, Ignite Your Faith. Ignite Your Faith explores the story of Abraham to help you discover what it means to take God at His Word and move forward in faith. Order your copy at TalkinTruth.com. That's talk, letter N, truth.com. Get it done.